Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars. How are y'all feeling today? I'm feeling confident and excited. I'm currently in the mountains of Telluride, Colorado, and it's so amazing being here. This weekend is the Telluride Film Festival, where more Oscar award-winning films debut than anywhere else in the U.S. How cool is that? I'm with some of my closest friends, and we'll be watching films, celebrity sighting, just having a beautiful weekend doing all things Telluride. So on the first day of each month in the Rockstar program, we launch a cognitive lesson and workbook that we dive into and work through over the month. This month, we are dropping self-doubt and building self-confidence. And I'm going to talk about the definition of self-confidence, how it's different than arrogance, why most of us don't have it, and how to build self-confidence. So for you amazing high-achieving women in tech, one of the things I see in so many of my students is what I refer to as quote, insecure overachiever syndrome. So many of you have the beliefs of, I'm not smart enough. I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough time. I need to get more done. I used to feel this way every day. So I know how painful it feels to be thinking this day in and day out. And this belief that you're quote, not enough, or there's not enough time or not doing enough is rooted in scarcity. We think that everything is a zero sum game or there's some standard we're not living up to. And when you're in the habit of believing that, not only are you creating all this disappointment, but you're also doubting yourself about everything. You have this feeling that if you could just, quote, get it right, you'd be happy and finally feel like everything's okay, that you'll finally be enough, and then you'll feel some peace and calm. And it's funny because we're the one robbing ourselves in peace and calm, right? And then when we do all the things and over-deliver and organize our lives and whatever, oh, wait, we still feel like shit. So is telling yourself that you're not enough even really helping you? Nope, it's not. So today I want to teach you how to drop all of that and build your confidence. Let's start with, what's the definition of self-confidence? It's to be secure in yourself and your abilities. I like to define it as your ability to trust yourself. And here's the great news. Both of these are skills you can practice and master starting today. Oh my God, so exciting, right? 
So it's knowing you can experience any feeling, including discomfort and failure, and you'll be okay. And it's your overall opinion of yourself. And most of us aren't self-confident. And why is that? Because we don't trust ourselves. We don't understand how to manage the thoughts in our brains. We end up feeling out of control with our feelings and our actions. And this leads us to let ourselves down consistently. And this undermines our ability to trust ourselves and stay in integrity with who we are. And who we are is also called our, quote, self-concept. It's the visual we have of our future self and what we believe about who we are. For me, my self-concept is I'm a confident, calm, thought-leading coach who can handle any feelings, does hard things, and lives my life as an example of what's possible to other women in the tech industry. We're also afraid of feeling our feelings. We don't want to feel any negative feelings, so we hide and avoid them with overworking, over-Netflixing, all the things. And then this leaves us feeling scared to do anything that has the risk of failure. And we're always questioning our ability because we have to do it perfectly or we're going to feel those negative feelings we're trying to avoid. Also, I'd say our opinion of ourselves is pretty negative. We don't spend a lot of time thinking highly of ourselves. And our primitive puppy brain, by the way, is wired to see what's wrong. He's programmed to look for the shit show. He's looking for the saber-toothed tiger. So remember, our brains are always scanning for negative thoughts that will create negative feelings. And this is the opposite of self-confidence and belief in ourselves. So how do you increase your self-confidence? By changing your thoughts and beliefs about yourself. It's that simple. By talking to your brain and having your brain hunt daily for evidence that supports your self-concept. And you can increase self-confidence by considering the possibility of what you can create in the future. Time to think about your future self. And the more certain you are of the possibility of your future, the more confidence you will have moving toward it. By the way, your brain does not produce self-confidence naturally. It produces fear, worry, and doubt. Fear of failure, fear of disappointment. So imagine your life if you were willing to feel all of those feelings without resistance. And remember, you have to work with your humanness. You have a primitive puppy brain and your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself. A lot of them come from him. You have to train your brain daily to produce self-confidence. So now I want to talk about the importance of trusting yourself and how this ties into self-confidence. The ability to trust yourself comes from consistent follow through on your word to yourself as a starting point. So remember, you aren't born with self-confidence. You earn it for yourself by keeping your word and doing what you say you will do in support of your future self and your self-concept of who you are. And you follow through on your word to yourself, even if you're afraid of feeling massive discomfort or any other feeling that you don't want to feel. And so self-confidence is knowing that you can experience any feeling because you won't make it mean anything terrible about you. The worst thing that can ever happen to you is that you have to feel a feeling, really. Even if you're thinking, no, Sarah, the worst thing that can happen is I lose all of my money and have to go live under a bridge and no one loves me and then I die alone. Well, <laughs> first of all, hey there, worst case scenario. <laughs> and second of all, 
even if that is the case, the thing that would make those things quote unquote bad is your, your thoughts and feelings about them. Believe it or not, there are people out there who choose to live under bridges, who feel fine about being alone, who don't want to have money. It's only our feelings we fear. Feelings are what make life shitty when it's shitty. And most of us spend too much time in self-doubt because we don't know that we can handle anything that comes our way. But I promise that once you decide, you can allow and process any feeling and know that it's just the worst part, you will be unstoppable. It takes the risk out of everything and gives us this like, all right, let's do this attitude. Let's go. Fear doesn't prevent self-confidence. The unwillingness to feel fear prevents self-confidence. So taking action increases your skills and your skills will increase your confidence. And you have to be willing to experience discomfort consistently in order to be self-confident. This is why the belief discomforts the currency of my dreams is a part of my self-concept. It is who I am. I embrace discomfort all day long. And your willingness to experience the vibration of the worst case scenario leaves you with nothing to lose. You don't need to worry about losing protection from humiliation, rejection, embarrassment, or isolation. And what happens is we end up giving up self-confidence for the illusion of safety, security, and consistency. But really the opposite happens. We're just failing ahead of time. So the ability to trust yourself is knowing that you will do what you said you will do. You will follow through on your plan. You will take care of yourself. You will do the responsible thing for yourself, even when you don't feel like it. This is very different from saying you will do something and then hoping you follow through. By the way, hope is not having your back. Hope leaves room for self-doubt, which is the opposite of self-confidence. So drop the hope game. And if you can't count on yourself, you're going to feel insecure and at the effect of yourself instead of in charge, in control, and self-confident. And here's the biggest newsflash. Self-confidence comes from only needing your own approval. Because remember, what others think about you is 100% about them. And remember, tell your brain that we do hard things and that fear is no big deal. And that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. So here's an exercise to start building self-confidence. I suggest first picking a number of how many times you'll do this and then commit to doing it that number of times. Oh, and you will not increase your self-confidence by watching others like win in this dare that I'm going to give you. You have to fail your way to winning. You have to make a commitment to take action, build a skill, and therefore increase your self-confidence. So each day you will choose a dare of the day to take. And here are the rules. Pick one thing a day that scares you and do it. It has to be something that requires you to, quote, get over a fear. Number three, write about it before and after. Number four, commit to not missing a day. So whatever number of days you decide to do this, maybe it's seven days in a row, 14 days in a row, five days in a row, you just pick a number and then you just follow these rules, okay? We're doing all of this in the Rockstar program every day in the month of September. So if you want the support of a badass cohort of women in the tech industry, 
come and join us in the Rockstar program. We're doing a dare of the day. We're building massive confidence in ourselves. We're having so much fun. Oh my God. Like <laughs> listening to the stories of how my students are building confidence and what fear they're tackling is just blowing my mind. So I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you all so much. And if you love this podcast, thank you for leaving a review as that all, all reviews help others find this work. And I will talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.